The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good evening, everyone. It's good to see you all. And giving a couple minutes for everybody to enter the room. So can you hear me all right? Thumbs up if you can. Great. Thank you. Very happy to be with all of you this evening uh, in this this group that practices some of the more beautiful practices uh, that are available to us, the ones that really help us uh, cultivate our hearts, um, our heart-mind, as they say in the East, um, that sort of uh, take it as one thing in some countries, uh, the heart and mind. So um, today I was watching uh, a charming <laughs> animated uh, short piece on YouTube entitled, Where Does Compassion Really Come From? That was narrated by Sharon Salzberg and illustrated by Katie Davis. Have any any of you ever seen that? Where does compassion really come from? It was it was lovely, and in it, uh, Sharon says, "I think of compassion as a natural result that comes from actually paying attention. This means we can continue to cultivate it." I love that. And, you know, the main character that she's narrating in this uh, little cartoon uh, goes into a particular situation having heard from a friend that this one cashier was, uh, you know, looked sad all the time. And uh, so she was expecting to, you know, go in and smile and help this person stay. But what she found was that the information was passed already you know, and things had changed. The person had changed. And so she realizes it's good to pay attention to the new situation, the situation that's right in front of us in the moment. I also caught a YouTube by Brene Brown about the difference between empathy and sympathy, in which she notes that with empathy, some part of us knows what a difficult experience is like that the other person is having. And there are the beginnings of compassion in that as well. Uh, some part of us recognizes and feels for the experience of a difficulty. Um, and that can be someone else's or group of people's, or it could be our own. So this evening, I'd like to invite a focus on the practice of compassion, but on just one thing. One thing that seems to keep you from being completely free of suffering, of stress, or of dissatisfaction. Now, a lot of us have many things, but uh, if we can maybe just pick one, um, we'll spend time with that one thing. And we'll also spend time with one resource or support that's helping you heal from whatever that difficulty might be. So uh, perhaps today's experience with both of these factors, both a difficulty and a support for healing from it, are 
about what's arising this evening. It could be anything that comes up as you meditate or something that is present with you from today and is an example of something that's going on in your life. And uh, for this evening's practice, I, I'm going to say a few things about it to help uh, you have time to see what's what's really most prominent for you. But uh, it could be any difficulty you'd like to work with. It could be something that's happening specifically in your mind or your life, or it could be someone else's difficulty that has an effect on you. Or it could be a difficulty that's affecting groups of people or the world as a whole. Any one of these could be something that would be uh, in your heart and a focus. You know, just to elaborate, uh, sometimes a challenge that we're having has its roots in a certain belief we have about ourselves or about each other or about the way the world works. So some examples are um, the world is, is, you know, against me. Or another belief would be the world's going my way. Or another, the world is falling apart. So that's what I mean by a belief we have about ourselves or others or the way the world works. Uh, it could be a, th- a thought pattern that frequently you find frequently in your practice or you find frequently coming up. Or it could be a specific thought you recognize as not so helpful. Sometimes it's a mood or an emotion that represents challenges. Could be, you know, a sadness, a fear, anger, resentment, a, a anxious mood. Or it could be something subtle, you know, a subtle uneasiness, um, some rest, restlessness or regret that just clings to you a little bit. The difficulty that whatever difficulty we approach could be in reaction to physical conditions, pain, illness, weakness, a chronic condition, uh, the natural consequences of aging or injury, or it could just be one little thing in your life that were it just a little different, your life would, you think would be smooth. So I'm naming these things so you can take your time as I'm speaking to see what bubbles up in awareness. Now, you may be very far along in your practice and enjoying a lot of freedom compared to how things were when you first started meditating. Um, And, you know, maybe you'll enjoy your meditation this evening in terms of just wonderful things are coming up. But even for uh, someone who's been practicing for a lot of years, sometimes there's just one thing there that we're aware is not really um, fully liberated yet, or more than one thing. Um, If you're newer to the practice and aware of many things, um, perhaps even your relationship to how meditation is going, uh, that seem to not be like you hope they'll become, it's fine to pick uh, something to work with this evening that seems approachable. Not necessarily the biggest difficulty you face, but something you feel like working with. And, you know, if a lot of things come up, just pick one thing that you, you know, you'd like to work with or arbitrarily pick one thing. So this is a process by which we can become clearly aware of a challenging condition. And sometimes these things dawn on us gradually and sometimes we're really clear on it and 
It may even be something we've struggled with and we know pretty well, but it still comes up uh, frequently or once in a while. So we might be aware of it this evening as a felt sense, more in the body or maybe even just a vague sense, or we might have a really clearly articulated view of something. Um, whatever's coming up, whatever's emerging, just l- allowing ourselves to receive it, to know it with whatever level of mindfulness or awareness is available. And that's a very important part of our process. The mindfulness itself is one of the supports, one of the good things that counterbalance the challenges that we face. It's our ally in seeing and knowing more about a challenge or a difficulty over time. Um, Just our kind attention is a type of compassion in and of itself. So we'll go back and forth a little bit between difficulty and support. Um, So I'd like to invite everybody to uh, starting out by establishing awareness of the body as it is in this moment perhaps allowing your eyes to close or look uh, downward at a neutral spot and just softening the gaze if you prefer to keep your eyes open. And just noticing, being aware of the body as it is in this moment, as you adjust your posture, as you start the meditation, Perhaps noticing breathing in this moment and however it is. And giving yourself some minutes to simply settle into awareness of whatever is present. Sensations that come into awareness. There could be any emotions or moods that are present. Feeling them in the body, in the heart-mind. Allowing awareness to take in any difficulty that presents itself in the body, heart, or mind. And if a difficulty is present, or comes bubbling up, allowing yourself time to fill your mind with an image of it, really know it. Might be an image, it might be a felt sense, it might be a person 
including yourself, whom you know to be struggling or a group of people. Giving yourself time to feel it, know it, see it. with awareness of whatever stress or dissatisfaction or suffering is happening. And feeling how that's received by the body and the heart. Taking in its impact. And at the same time, knowing that mindfulness is not stuck in it. Mindfulness is seeing it as it is, feeling it as it is. that kind attention that is in itself compassion. When we feel the pain of whatever suffering might be coming up, perhaps extending the kind wish, may this suffering come to an end. It's not a demand, not an agenda. Just a meeting with an inclination of the mind. And if what is present is a clarity of mind, wholesome qualities of heart and mind, appreciating those as healing supports, healing resources.
And as you're feeling any challenging or difficult, unwholesome state that's present, knowing it, feeling it, experiencing it with awareness, May this difficulty come to an end. Noticing the helpful spaciousness of awareness. And allowing it to come back. Allowing mindfulness to return as many times as is necessary. If you get caught or the mind drifts into something that is up for you. And as we continue with the meditation, allowing yourself to notice the arising of any difficulty, any awareness of it, and notice the mindfulness that sees it, the compassion that may rise with it. as a felt sense, or as the wish, may this suffering come to an end.
as you practice in this way, it may be that you touch in very lightly to any difficulty and that the longer you come back to mindfulness and awareness, the mind begins to become very contented, perhaps very peaceful, simply enjoying the awareness itself. Or the mindfulness may be more closely focused on what's arising. In either case, allowing yourself to appreciate the quality of awareness and mindfulness that's here for you.
and in the last couple of minutes of this meditation, allowing yourself to appreciate any mindfulness, the return of mindfulness, the quality of compassion, even if just a moment of this arose, or if you came back to it many times, or if you hung out in it, appreciating that, appreciating your meditation. So this quality of compassion, uh, being able to see the difficulty or a challenge, um, is a natural quality of heart that we can cultivate by paying attention. And it's important sometimes to recognize that the difficulty that comes up in our life is a natural consequence of causes and conditions that have occurred before. You know, being able to see that with some recognition of how those causes and conditions have rolled forward and uh, are affecting us, and how the difficulty touches our heart, how compassion can meet it, is often a really important beginning towards healing. Um, Without this, if we're simply judging ourselves or others, it tends to just perpetuate the challenge. If we close off in frustration or just feel so disappointed with a recurrent condition and uh, try to protect ourselves, it tends to perpetuate it. And sometimes people tend to blame themselves entirely for conditions that result in the way they're experiencing difficulty. But it's important to realize that we as humans are so interdependent and our lives are so intertwined that the difficulty one person may feel like is theirs is often the result of a complex weave of conditions that many of which started in the lives of ancestors, parents, and in the larger society and culture that we live in. And we had no choice in many of those conditions. 
We just have the opportunity now to untangle our part in it, in this very body, heart, and mind, connecting with uh, how the difficulty affects us or others. Connecting with that is an important part of compassion. So it's valuable this evening to recognize these supports that we have in the form of our mindfulness, our awareness. This meditation itself in a group of fellow practitioners um, is, and our persistence with practicing, our persistence coming back to these sessions or coming back as many times as necessary in the evening to awareness of what's happening is a and and cultivation of compassion are all examples of supports and strengths that we're bringing to any difficulty that arises in life. Um, These are our gateway and our pathway for acknowledging challenges, seeing them, knowing them more deeply, and then having on board a force for healing. So with that... um, I'd like to uh, send everybody to breakout groups of about three or four people and allow you to have time to share with one another about how this practice was for you or even how um, your practice is going in general. And you can share what you choose to share. That You, you don't have to um, say anything more than you're comfortable with, but it can be helpful to say one thing and then just go around the circle and we in these circles we don't comment on one another's sharing or offer advice we're really listening for both what's happening with them with compassion and we're also listening to how it reverberates in our own hearts so um, with that let me see here Six. I'll create the rooms And I'll open them, and you'll come back in about 15 minutes. So please enjoy your time together. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Glad you're back. Um, So we have a few minutes here uh, to share any inspirations that came up for you in the group or anything that stood out for you or um, pose any questions or anything that you'd like to share. Feel free to raise your physical hand or unmute yourself. I'm Christine. Hi, Christine. Um, hi. Um, I'm fairly new to this group, but I was just talking to my group, and uh, we ended with, I, I had to say that 
it's just wonderful being with all of you here because it's really helped my practice. Like I said, I haven't been doing this long. I've been in mindfulness, but not with this practice or this uh, sangha. And the, the, my group was, I said to them at the end, every time, because I've always been with something, someone different, I always hear what I needed to hear in that moment. And it's like such a gift. And it's like, it was so, it was so easy. And like I said, it, it, and the night, uh, how it, uh, with a peaceful, with a peaceful mind and knowing that all of you are here in the same uh, mind frame as me. So anyway, thanks to all of you. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, spiritual friendship is one of the most powerful ways to learn and practice. It's amazing what other people say that just touch your heart at the right moment or help you with whatever you're going through in practice. So, yes, a big thank you to everyone. Kenneth. Um, I was just wondering, uh, these talks are on audio dharma? Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it is just the audio, not the visual? Just the audio, yeah. Okay. I, I uh, was telling my group I found that sweet spot in my heart chakra. And after that, I didn't listen to anything you said. I just was totally... <laughs> totally having fun in that sweet spot. So. <laughs> that is great. And, Sorry. you know, no, no, uh, people are always welcome. You know, in any particular moment, you maybe want to hear a guided meditation or you may just All want right. it to fade in the background. And I've been in uh, programs that had amazing teachers and there were just moments when it was right to listen and moments when it was like, nope, have to follow what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with the group because that's important too. Hey Liz, it's Michael. Hi Michael. Um, well, big deep bows for your teachings and I'm really grateful that you um, recorded last night because I had an event at Stanford Design School and uh, so my uh, six to seven Dharma practice with you was preempted that I listened to you this morning. So deep bows and thank you for channeling the Dharma. And, and the last thing is I'm taking a class at Naropa University in compassion. And part of it's very scientifically based. So they bring out all the Rick Hansen-esque slides and studies. And it's been, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting uh, mind, body, heart experience. So deep bows. Wonderful. Thank you, Michael. And believe it or not, it's seven o'clock, excuse me, six o'clock, depending on where you are, seven where I am. But uh, if you'd like to unmute and say goodnight to each other and a big thank you to all of you. See you Monday. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. 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 Good night